In today's Mishnah, we're on the first and second Mishnah from the eighth parak of Masechta Eruvim. And in the previous parak, we were discussing how an individual makes an Eruv Chatserot or Shit of Mavoi for all the other occupants of the Chatser or the Mavoi. In this parak, the Mishnah begins by saying, Ketzah Mishtatvim Betchumim. So how does someone make an Eruv Tchum, not just for himself, but for other people as well? And just to recap, this Eruv Tchum allows him to walk further in one direction of the sea, albeit losing some distance he can walk in the other direction. So Mishnah says, What he can do, he can place a barrel down, a barrel full of food, say wine or oil or anything else. But Omer, he says, He declares that this is for all the occupants of the city. And he does a Kinyan as well. And it says, For anyone who's going to this house of mourning, Or or who's going to the Surat Mitzvah, so for example, a wedding. So why did the Mishnah have to say this? And that is because, as we've mentioned previously, you can only make a Deir of Tchum for the purpose of a Mitzvah. However, there's some further requirements that we haven't seen previously that we had by Deir of Chatzero, and that is, Literally, this means anyone who accepted it upon themselves prior to Shabbat. The Gemara explains that what it really means is anyone who is aware of the Eruv Tchum prior to Shabbat, then Mutar, he can rely on this Eruv Tchum that was set down for him on, on set of Shabbat. However, Mishetech if, however, he is only aware of it when Shabbat came in, or after Shabbat came in, then Asur, then he would not be able to rely on it. Why Sh'ein Ma'arvin Mishetech Because an Eruv Tchum is only Kone, it only is effective prior to Shabbat coming and not during Shabbat. So we have to understand a few important points here that's really behind the laws of the Mishnah. First is, is while I'm allowed to acquire things for other people, as we said, Zachin Shadam that is only if it's to their benefit. That's the first point. That is why that even if I'm coined for other people, if they're not aware of it prior to Shabbat, they're only aware of it during Shabbat, then it can't be necessarily considered a schut for them because it wasn't coined for them prior to Shabbat. And we said it has to really be there prior to Shabbat. The next point is, he only has to be aware of it. He doesn't actually have to say, yes, I'd like to rely on it prior to Shabbat. Why is that? That is because, as we mentioned previously, when it comes to Erev Tchum, we can learn the concept of Breira. Now, Breira is that uh, we can say that a future event will clarify my intentions now. So if he's aware of it now, then and during Shabbat, if he decides, yes, I would like to rely on this Erev Tchum, that's the future event that clarifies now, that, meaning prior to Shabbat, that the, the Erev Tchum is being kind of for him. And it, that's why it's doubly important that he's aware of it prior to Shabbat. Otherwise, the concept of Breira will not go back further enough so that the Eruv is kona prior to Shabbat. Now let's begin Mishnah Bet. Mishnah says, Kamahu shiuro. How much food has to be there be in this Eruv Tchum? Mishnah says, Mazon It has to be the size of two meals for everyone. Just to be clear, this means that there has to be two meals for every single individual that's going to be relying on it for each and every one. Because, as we've explained before, the point of placing these meals down is to move his makom shvitah, his dwelling place. So he has to have enough meals for himself for Shabbat. So the Mishnah discusses exactly how much is two meals. So, according to one opinion, it says, It's the type of meals one would have during a weekday, but not on Shabbat. That's opinion Rebbe Meir. Rebbe Hudo, however, says, no, It's the type of meals that one would have for Shabbat, but not for the weekday. And the Mishnah says, Both of them are really trying to find a more lenient position. So, in other words, when Rebbe Meir says it's the meal for a weekday, well, his understanding is on Shabbat, people eat more. So therefore, he goes for the weekday measure. Whereas Rabbi Huda says, oh, actually on Shabbat, one has to eat three meals, whether normally during the weekday one eats two, so the assumption is that the, the Shabbat meal is smaller. 
as the Mishnah continues, Rabbi Yochanan ben Bruka Omer. Rabbi Yochanan Bruka says, what is the size of these two meals? He says, Mikikar Bapundion. It's the size when, when a kikar is purchased for a punyon, Ma'arba Sa'in Basela. When four seah can be purchased for a seller. So just to explain, if we're saying a kikar is purchased for a pundion, and there are four seah, which is a volume of flour for a seller, that means there's 24 kav is equal to 48 pundion when you do the conversions. That means one kikar is a half a kav. Now a kav is 24 beitzah, so we're talking about 12 beitzim, 12 egg size of volume. That's the mathematics we just performed. However, it's important the Gemara says you actually have to half that, why? Because there are certain expenses involved that the shopkeeper incurs with grinding, baking, and, and various labor costs because we're using a price for raw products when working out this calculation. So therefore, it's really six baits in volume. Rabbi Shimon says, no, it's shteya dota kikar. It's two-thirds of a kikar when three kikar, three of these loaves use a calf's worth of volume. So again, if a kav is 24 beitzah, and that means one kikar is really eight beitzim, so two-thirds of a kikar is five and a third beitzim. So those are two different volumes, either six beitzim a volume or five and a third beitzim. So that's, again, those opinions of Rabbi Yochanan Bruka and Rabbi Shimon. And the Mishnah continues, chetzia, half that volume is for a beit menuga. So we'll deal with this when we get to the Masechta and the Gaim. However, if someone walks into a house that has sarat on it, when we get to, again, we'll discuss in far more detail, then he will become Tameh. However, his clothing it only becomes Tameh if he's in there for the time it takes to eat, for what's called Shira Chila, the time to eat a certain volume. And that volume is lit to what we've just said, we're going to be half of the quantities we mentioned in the previous, according to both Rabbi Yehudah, Yochan and Bruka, and Rabbi Shimon. Why? Because the Pasuk is of Achol Bebeit HaPres at Yechabes Begadav. So that would be, in other words, a time it takes to consume what's called a kreachilat pras, which is a half a kikar. That would be the time it would take for his clothes to become tamer, despite the fact that he would become tamer straight away. So actually, to correct the point, that's not exactly accurate, meaning because we have to look at the, the measures of what a kikar is, according to the previous opinions. According to Rabbi Yochanan and Bruka, that was six beitzim, so it would be three. And according to Rabbi Shimon, if you remember, it was actually eight beitzim. He'd used a small volume of five and a third when it came to, I mean, two-thirds of a kicker when it came to Eruv. But here, it would mean really half of that eight baits in that he measured, so four baits in. Mishnah continues, and half of that half, which is a chatsi pras, is what's the shira required, lifsola to gvia. That rates to another law in the laws of Tumantara, and that is that if someone eats a certain volume of tamer food, and he becomes a Shani Latuma, a second degree Tuma, such that he would not be able to eat Truma unless he immersed himself in a mikvah. Now, this is Midir very Sofrim. I shouldn't say only, but this is Rabbinic. But how much did the Chachamim say that if one eats that volume, do they become a puzzle to, will they become this Shani Latuma? They wouldn't be able to eat Truma without first immersing in the mikvah. And that's half that original half of a kikar, so Chatsi Pras. So, Kondra Rabbi Achanim ben Nuri. That would be a one and a half beitzah, because for him, if you remember, kikar is six. And Rabbi Shimon, who says a kikar is eight beitzim, it would be, well, a quarter of that is shtei beitzim. Those are the Mishnah today.